Three wives. Oh, <laughs> did it so much better that time. <laughs> is, that, is that the first line? Yeah, it is. It, it is? is? Yeah, we could we could play it because we have that ability. Oh, Spotify, and, then, and then that'll prove that I know what I'm talking about. Speaking of which, podcast. I'm Robert. I'm Chris. And I'm, uh, I don't know. It's weird, you got a second chance. <laughs> and I messed and, it and, up. And, yeah. There was only other, one other guy unless we count Tom. But I was going to try to be funny and say I was, I don't know. So that's what happens Rodolfo. when you try and be funny. Rodolfo. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, never try to be funny. Yeah. That's where you he, went. You're best at being unintentionally funny. Yeah. I'm that fat funny because I do funny things because I'm fat. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you try to like mow the lawn, you're like, look at that fat guy go. <laughs> I do that all the time. My wife hates it. We're driving around and I'll be like, and I'll just kind of like laugh to myself. She's like, who are you laughing at now? It's <laughs> like, uh. That, I was like, that guy? She's like, because he's old? I was like, eh. Uh, <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit that. Was it you that I texted that time when I was in Target? And I've said something about you ever look at a kid in a, in a store and think that kid's gonna have unfortunate tattoos as a grown up. <laughs> no, but <laughs> see, there you go. Are you gonna play? Oh, it's even tuned. I tuned him right. Look at you, uh, Chris. What are we doing today? This. How, how about you? Oh, uh, the separatists. Focus. Sorry. Okay, so... Uh, Reel it in, Christopher. Reel it in. <sighs> okay, this so, is your pick, man. Yeah, this was my pick. A bit ago, uh, John picked up Cap for Cutie, and I thought it was really an interesting pick because it was, like, his favorite band, and it was one that Robert and I didn't know too well. I wasn't here so, for that episode. Yeah, Tom and I didn't know too well. <laughs> yeah. And we got the other guy in Miami from Miami. Yeah. The other Miami. Miami. <laughs> Miami Tom, we call him. Miami Tom. So we kind of got to delve into that and learn a lot about it, and uh, and it was a lot of fun. So I decided to kind of continue that tradition and pick one of my favorite bands, uh, Decemberists, uh, from Portland, Oregon. Um, also Northwest band, yeah, also true. in that same kind of scene, uh, you know, with whom John and uh, Robert <laughs> were not that familiar, Rodolfo. Rodolfo. were not that familiar with too. So I made a fun playlist to kind of uh, throw them in the water with it. And uh, I'm, I'm, uh, oh, yeah. I do like this song. It I is a good song. song. I remember this song a lot now. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That's what, that's what the anchor person says. Anyway, they're they're a lot of fun, and I and I love them to death, and I'm I'm comfortable talking about them, and I, I figure I'll just talk for an hour about the Decemberists, like I did with Kanye. <laughs> like, yeah. like I did with if you guys are familiar. Or I did with Death Cab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get to talk a little bit on this one, uh, but I'm gonna cut you off. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> when you sent the playlist, I was really excited because I know, I know absolutely nothing. To be honest, I thought the Decemberists were from England. That's uh, how much I knew about the Decemberists. <laughs> I knew nothing. And so the first thing I did before I listened to your, your, your playlist that you sent us is I went to their Wikipedia article. Ah. And off the bat, I thought I was going to hate them. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's so great that you say that because I, I tried to get so many people onto them over the years, and it's so hard to get them to even give them a chance because they have that sort of, they're very, you know, they have this literate kind of thing about them. Right. Every song is, you know, like a, a thing, and, and their fans are, are, are what they, are actually not that bad. No, but it's but, like, it, 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 reading their Wikipedia article, it almost seemed... Like, it, you had to be a neckbeard, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you have to, yeah. No. Because, and I, once again, my post-it note mm. is making an appearance. Things that bothered me from the first half of their Wikipedia article. <laughs> <laughs> 
They have a favorite drink, and yeah. it's orang uh, what orangia. They, um, Ooh, you know what? You want to know another band that has a favorite drink? Insane Clown Posse. Mmm. Fago. That's a little different. <laughs> but is it? There aren't they both pop drinks? There aren't they both very kind of exclusive to certain areas of the United States? I don't Probably. know. Probably. Maybe. They also brew their own beer, the Decemberists. Yeah, one's another thing. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't we get into that for this podcast? I know. Well, because it, we don't live in Portland. Yeah. So I read that and I was like, yeah. And then this brought me back. They have a favorite game. According to their their biography on their website, it's Bioshock. Really? And I love Bioshock. That's interesting. So I'm like, okay, wait. Let me give. Let me continue on. This this pissed me off. <laughs> Apparently, on their Wikipedia article and on their biography on their website, their preferred mode of travel is by Dr. Herring's brand dirigible balloons. Bunch of douchebags. It sounds like they would be. Uh, <laughs> I, I, really, I think they they kind of go out of their way to. To project that, that they also like, claim that they all met in a Turkish bath. <laughs> well, they did. <laughs> they met in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> yeah, in a Turkish bath. In a Turkish bath. <laughs> just by those facts alone. Yeah. Just I was it like, seems no. like yeah, it no. seems like, and, and it, I have a, a really great friend Mike out in Sacramento who's I share very 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 common tastes with, and he for a long time refused, just flat out refused, based on what he knew of them and and things like, and it was totally understandable. And a lot of the December stuff has its roots in, you know, old country and, and stuff like that. It's so hard to kind of get... A lot get... of Irish folk. And Irish yeah. Well, yeah. one of Colin's favorite, favorite bands are, you know, Waterboys, Pokes, things yeah. like that, that, you know, he draws inspiration from. But if you, like, listen to a lot of his personal songs, a good portion of his catalog are, you know, his Montana roots are yeah. there. And it's, and, it's, and it's really easy, I think, to get blinded by that, um, by that image that's associated with them. Uh, but eventually, you know, he listened to a couple of their songs. He's like, ah, I just don't really like his voice. And then, like two years later, he's like, Boy, these guys are really good. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I say I get I get Colin Malloy fatigue. I think after a while, because of the the very specific um, tone that he he ha- he takes with, it. but it, it's it's effective. It works. I like it. Yeah. But um, you know, they're they're in that. He's not alone in that. There's other artists that mm-hmm. you know. After a while, I'm 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 cool with listening to them for a while. But um, the interesting thing was, a, a, a completely differently from the way Robert approached um, trying to listen <laughs> to Decemberist by reading about them before ever listening to a note, uh-huh. I bought their album um, knowing absolutely nothing about it. I bought The Tame. Yes. yes. Um, I literally had a friend of mine who had, I forget, like a concert or something. She had leftover um, record store gift certificates, and she just gave me one just for the the thrill of it and um so she so i went to this record store in mansfield ohio and <laughs> i literally heard about um we're not going to go a single show without mentioning ohio are we nope that was the for our listeners out there keeping track at home that you can cross that yes. one out <laughs> uh, at this point you could probably play a static and distortion bingo <laughs> ohio is mentioned miami is mentioned i don't mention it nearly as much as you do i know yeah. right see i have to some sort of live show reference will be mentioned for me, right? So, but uh, so I, I, I picked up the Tane. I'd read about them in, um, well, I don't know. I would say necessarily even read about them, but I saw their name enough. I used to subscribe to Spin and Rolling Stone at that time, and uh, I saw the name pop up enough in different best ofs or 
good reviews or like I just look and see five star and I'm like you know what I've got 15 bucks to throw down so I picked up the Tane and it blew me away yeah and then I did nothing <laughs> I didn't buy any of their other albums. I didn't listen to them. I, well, I do have the Billy Liar EP or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're like, you go from this to like the, having the most obscure thing. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So um, I, although I want to say they did play Billy Liar on their live album. Okay. So like, they did yeah. do that. That that's yeah. now <laughs> Colin considers that a good song at least. But. Right. Right. <laughs> but um, it's just yeah, again, I bought the Tain. It blows my mind. Yeah. I listened to it. Uh, it's almost like when you want to watch a movie or you want to uh, watch a specific show, every once in a while I just pull that one out and listen to the whole thing and enjoy it and then put it away for a while. What's really funny about the Tane, and I can kind of tie this back to a point I was going to make about um, confidence with, with Colin, and he can kind of come off as a bit of a prick sometimes. You, I'm just, People uh, named Colin tend to. I was just going <laughs> to say, uh, you keep mentioning Colin... Colin who? Colin Malloy, lead go. singer, founder. He is to the Decemberist what Tweety is to Wilco. To Wilco. Wilco. Uh, ben is to Death Cab. There you go. Uh, so Wilco you know, mentioned it. Check. What's really funny about uh, the Decemberist, though, is unlike Wilco, like these things, like the band has actually stayed together the whole time. Like they have the same, minus the drummer, the same right. original lineup that they've had since uh, 2002, 2003, you know, when uh, Five Songs came out. Which is also the same story of Death Cab. They've, oh, yeah. then the drummer. <laughs> they really kind of mirror each other in a lot of ways. Um, the Tane's really fun, though, too, because what, what Colin and the band have done from the beginning is kind of just played songs and written songs that they've personally enjoyed and stuff they want to do that won't sell. Uh, and yeah. the Tane is, you know, an 18-minute, uh, you know, rock play, opera. Yeah, rock opera. And they release this, you know, after one of their, their albums. It doesn't sell that well. You know, and they, they kind of just like, oh, well, we're going to release the Taint now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and similarly, um, I think their most successful album, prior to their most recent, uh, Crane White, that had their only radio single on it, you know, they follow that up with another rock opera, yeah. Hazards of Love, which is also really good. Um, but it's it's not like they're shunning, you know, stardom or popularity. It's just kind of like they're just doing it anyway. You know, the, the, the sensical thing to do would be to follow... Uh, crane wipe with another just let's we reeled them in a little bit let's let's seal the deal now yeah and they're like nah we're gonna release a rock opera we want to make this into a broadway thing <laughs> <laughs> and then colin goes and he writes some children's books you know it's kind of like they have this pattern of just like we're gonna do what we want to do and it tends to be fortunately coincidentally something i really love anyway yeah so when they get uh you know these kind of interesting reviews and, and rolling stone things like that what they're trying to be and you know what they're trying to do it's like oh they're kind of just trying to play music which is interesting <laughs> they're just um, doing what they want to do yeah more or less uh and it's and it turns out that the, the vast majority of it is, is stuff that i i like but i you know i feel it's probably a, a fair time to ask what you thought uh, uh as i mentioned at the start of this i had zero experience with the decembers absolutely none um the song that really hooked me in was the second song on the list that you put, which is Shiny. Yeah. I loved that song. <laughs> That's and a from, good song. And from that point song. on, I was really hooked into it. I was like, this is good stuff. I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna keep going with this. And the, the one thing I noticed that I took away from both their Wikipedia article and I actually got first-hand experience when I listened to them is it mentions they, they, they enjoy writing and singing on historical events, historical right. accuracy. Just, just uh, They have this very... 
not antiquated. Um, I guess antiquated would probably be the best use of the word, but just uh, this loving memory of the past. Yeah, almost. sure. Uh, and it comes across very much so in their songs, and oh. I, I really appreciated their uh, level of commitment, and not just commitment, but just the, their viewpoint on what they were singing about. So absolutely, and I, I think that's kind of everybody's first takeaway and experience with them. Um, it, it, so. Uh, not to keep backtracking on myself, but with this playlist, what I did was I, I titled it Essential Decemberists, which was like completely mistitled. These are like my 20 favorite <laughs> Decemberists sure, songs. Sure. My I favorite, was thinking, which is really the essential songs that you need to listen this is the, to. Yeah, everybody listen to what I think is the best. <laughs> right, right. That, that is then, by definition, essential. <laughs> um, if anybody else, I think, were to make a, a, you know, in the know, were to make a Decemberist playlist, they'd be like, where are all these songs? I think people's first introduction to the Sunburst are Mariner's Revenge mm. uh, is is a lot of people's introduction to them. You know, O Valencia, things like that that have like captured people like, oh yeah. But it's I think not those guys, yeah, yeah, these, exactly. And so those I purposely left off, not yeah. because they're they're bad, but because I think the the presentation I was trying to give is one of someone who knows them and knows what their real true quality is beneath yeah. that stuff. Mariner's Revenge is really good, by the way. Sorry, everybody who I'm offending with that. It's just, I don't think it's... <laughs> it's not on the essential list. Yeah. yeah well, in... Their top five songs, according to Spotify, or songs with plays, would be Don't Carry It All, Down By The Water, uh, Rocks In The Box, This Is Why We Fight, and uh, uh, The Crane Wife 3. Yeah, it was so, it's so cool, because they're all from like the most recent album. It's like, oh, they've been around for all this, they've had this radio play, they've had this brief popularity, and yet all their popular stuff is still their most and stuff and it kind yeah. of think maybe shows a commitment from the fan base um it did do well their most recent album uh when it came out i want to say it was number something on the something okay <laughs> right. now blah 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 on the yeah purple. so like it sold well <laughs> and stuff but uh i don't believe any of it got any radio play now do you find as a fan of the decembers i mean how many, have you seen them live or? i've seen them live four or five times four or five times yeah uh, do you find that between album album is there a growth of the artist of the band or do they seem to know their sound and their their niche niche yeah. I guess you could say or um, I would say there's been kind of a uh, what do you call that waveform sign like, 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 wave. peaks and valleys sing yeah sin where whatever you're talking sign. about sign is it sign I thought it was sin is it sin is it sign? Sign. I don't know. Cosine? Cosine? I guess it's sign then. It's the tan. It's the tan. It's the they've, they've more or less, Matter though, kept the same kind of sound and the same kind of style oh, yeah. throughout um, in that they've kind of just done things. You know, like a good portion of the album will just be fun stuff. Some of it will be historical, just narrative things. Mm -hmm. um, and some of it will just be, you know, that those mountain roots that, that, uh, that comes from, you know, his first band, Tarkio, was very much just an old country band, right? You know, and they it was the fiddle, and you know, it was it was it was really good. And he kind of goes into December with, well, now I can just do whatever because I'm not in an old country band, right? But he still has those roots, and I think on the most recent one, he kind of gets back to that a little bit. It's a a little less uh, out there. It's a little more relatable, um, but you still see the same portions throughout the career. I think yeah. they do have that sound. If you go back and listen to. You know, Her Majesty the Decemberist, you know, you'll still hear the same kind of sound that you're getting off of the more recent stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, I wish I had spent more time listening to albums because mm. I, yeah, I, listen to, yeah. I, I listen to I listen to your essentials playlist a couple times through, and a couple times I put it on shuffle, mm. so I wasn't listening to it in the order you ordered it in. But um, yeah, because so, uh, that guy from the Beatles. Yeah. I did. I did pick the order. Yeah, yeah. I always do with my playlist. Yeah. yeah. What's what's the point of a playlist if you're not going to order it? Well, what what was the criteria for your order? I always it has to have a flow, and and if we look at it, I I'm, I'm, let's just go ahead and say this because um, we've done it in the past. We're going to post this playlist to we're going to do a blog entry about this, and we're going to post the playlist to the static and distortion because we keep talking about how good this playlist was. And people are like, what the hell's on the list itself? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Chris has done it in the past with the Death Cap for Cutie. I, well, what's some of the Spotify yeah. playlist with all these songs on there so it, you can get a lowdown on what's going on? I right chose here. so many of their long songs on this, too. Because I was like, fuck it. You know, <laughs> these, are, these are great and, and, and really, yeah. Like, I have, um, the island, they do a lot of, like, uh, three-act things as well. Okay. You know, they'll do, um, even, I have a California youth. California One using Beauty Great on here, which is like a split track, but it really is another three-parter. Um, but yeah, I mean, it starts out with, I think, stuff that should hook you right away. If you if you listen to this and you don't dig the first three songs, you're probably not going to like it. You'll dig the rest of it. You're probably not going to. And what did I tell you about the first track? The first track just, <laughs> like, I, 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 I listen to it at work, and, and Chris and I sit next to each other at work, um, and I said, you know, this one's getting me yeah. like I'm feeling it's stuff. The engine like, driver, by the, the engine way. driver, it, yeah, one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, because again, it's a personal song, and it kind of it splits that line between you know historical narrative stuff and what he's writing from the heart. And he's writing the song as a writer. Right. He's like, these are the things I write about, and the chorus is kind of a, a letter to his his girlfriend at the time. You know, which is funny. And, and if anybody doesn't know this little backstory on December, it's one of Collins first girlfriends when he was just leaving Tarpio and, and writing things and she did she wasn't a music person so it's a good story he tells in which he is you know he's, he's playing these songs for her <laughs> and she's saying yeah they're good I hate that and I, of course, we all do and so yeah. like I can relate to Colin on, I think a lot of us can on these levels and he wrote um, specifically my mother was a Chinese trapeze artist I love that song it's yeah, a good song not, and it's so, cause it's so great right he writes this as a last chance for yeah. his girlfriend he writes this and he plays it, and she's like, "Yeah, it was interesting," and it was it was the end of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then his his next uh, person he meets is, I think he's still with, and he has a couple of kids with. So that's, nice. That's quick, yeah. quick side note, I'm, I'm, we're gonna go off the beat path here. I have nothing to do with December. Yeah, I'm imagining both of you have dated girls that are just uh, music, whatever, blah yeah. blah blah. Do you try to reach out with them consistently to get them into music, or do you just accept that fate? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, a good um, example would be my wife, who I'm married to. I love <laughs> to whom I'm married. To whom I'm married for eight years. Um, no, we don't necessarily share musical anything we have a few things that we that we both enjoy um my wife likes movie soundtracks she likes classical she likes and when i say movie soundtracks i'm talking like the harry potter soundtrack or the 
Little Mermaid soundtrack, mm. things like that. There's nothing where, wrong with either of those. No, not at all. And the, they're the played other, in our household. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and the thing with with her that that we've kind of come to notice is um, she connects music to something visual. Okay. So mm. when she she worked security at the police reunion concerts in 2007. Well, now she likes the police. We can go on a road trip and put the police on, and she enjoys the police. Mm. Um, we both like Jimmy Eat World, and it was because her boyfriend before me, when we, before we started dating, took her to a Jimmy Eat World and Promise Ring show. Uh, Promise Ring's another one. So it's got to have a connection to a live... Interesting. Um, live or some live sort of or some or... sort of movie or something. When we... Um, which is not how I listen to music at all. No, yeah, no, and, no I don't think anyone does. And I could do... I could make a... Perfectly crafted, perfectly sequenced um, playlist for her, and it would not go appreciated. And I don't mean that in the fact that she wouldn't appreciate the gesture, but she would not appreciate it musically. Yeah, you know, and, and that's fine. It, you know, I but you're right. I don't try to, I don't try to change who, who she is on that because I, I know it. Um, I'm just me, and she's just her. No, I thought of you yesterday. Or Thursday, I was watching a live performance of Elvis Costello and Jenny Lewis and her sound. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. Yeah. And uh, and I told Randy, my wife, about it, and she's like, who's Jenny Lewis? I'm like, oh, she's, you know, in the Postal Service. And she's like, okay. And she's also a lead singer, Ryle Kylie, and she's like, I have no idea who that is. And I'm like, I put there, that song, I'm Only a Woman, <laughs> the, the acoustic version on the Valentine's Day mix for you. She goes, oh, I hate her and I'm like what <laughs> like I got I got really defensive all of a sudden and I'm like I swear I think Shenberg would punch my wife right now <laughs> uh, and Jenny Jenny's coming out with a new album coming soon which I'm excited about produced by Ryan Adams and a few songs produced by Beck oh that's right that's gonna be, really good. It's that's gonna be a good, good album yeah. alright but, but so well and, and I was just gonna say Jenny Lewis is one that my wife likes because she knew I really love Jenny Lewis 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 I have not. I only had one beer. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. Um, She's not Jenny, Lewis. She's Je- Lewis. <laughs> but no, she, my wife knows how much I like Jenny Lewis, and she knows how much um, I have a little crush on her and everything. So she got me tickets and took me to uh, Jenny and Johnny show for my birthday. Now she likes it because she went to the show with. Okay. Me. Yeah. Cool. Christopher, what about yeah, you? Uh, it's it's rather similar to John, although she also so like she fills in the gaps with with pop so if she and it's funny because she would never listen to this pod, podcast so I can say whatever I want yeah, she's not wife, really a music fan my wife's yeah. never listened to our podcast once. my no. life my, my wife has listened to the podcast only because I, I listen to it yeah. and she just well I think it's I'm, I'm gonna have her listen to this episode okay so like after this and I can project this out after the episode she's gonna be like why were you making fun of me so much on this episode <laughs> this is a conversation I'm going to have yeah um, this is happening this is actually yeah very meta all of a sudden but um <laughs> she, we like a lot of the same bands and i think she can it, it takes her a bit to get into this this some of the stuff that i listen to but she eventually this is why i keep trying because i will eventually i think break through unless she really doesn't like it and she will kind of tell me up front if she doesn't but december is for another one and it's actually kind of the case with a lot of my friends in which i'll play it for like years and then eventually like one day Oh, are really good. And for her, it was um, hilariously uh, Hazards of Love because I forced her to listen to it because we were driving somewhere for like, you know, whatever, two hours. And I was like, we were going to listen to this whole thing. And it's a story. And if you haven't heard of Hazards of Love, it's a rock opera. Um, 
but in between the tracks, I would I would tell her the liner notes, like the story, like this is what's going on in the story. Yeah. And so we listened to it as as an opera. As an opera. And so she loved it. That's cool. Yeah, and and that's how. It, so that's why I keep trying is because of every once in a while, it's like looking for porn. You know, every <laughs> once in a while, you you find something that's like, oh, this is really great. This is why I spent an hour looking for really good porn. <laughs> Bookmark. Bookmark. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot like that, the December is marriage. <laughs> no, that, that's, a, that's a good story, and it's different. Um, and it's different. What, what's your experience, Robert? No, Chris is the exact same way. Yeah. I, I with, with Randy, I try at least two to three times a week to get her to listen to something that she's yeah. never heard before. Yeah. And each time she's like, eh, whatever. It's very hard. But it's like a melding of the two because... I love Deftones to death, and my wife to is, death to death. <laughs> you jackass! <laughs> and uh, and Randy does not care for them at all. And I dragged her to a uh, Deftone show, and now she's like, "Oh, they're not that bad." Mainly because a she saw them live, and b during part of the show they played clips from Fantasia in the background. Ah. So yeah, yeah. Same show. Uh, Dillinger Escape Plan open, and Randy hated me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for all of us, we can say, like, you know, when we listen to music, we're listening to it, you know, kind of analyzing it and enjoying it, and, and for, for what it is musically. Right. Uh, and, and for my wife, I think by and Don't lump me in with you guys. I listen to music to see how turned up I can get. Yeah. Pop and Molly, I'm sweating. No. No? Pop, um, pop. Pop, pop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I will say, to, to my wife's credit, there's been one in the last 11 years exception that I, I actually heard her listen to a song for the first time and and say that was one of the most beautiful songs I've ever what heard. What was it? It was an Angela Key song um, mm. that's really haunting and beautiful and tragic and like the last four minutes of it are just a piano solo. Okay. And it's and she listened like the whole full song and, and it's one of my favorites of hers too. And I was blown away by it. it, it not, never before or since has she done that with any song ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I know she's capable, but maybe that's another reason why I try and force her <laughs> <laughs> against her will to like things that I like. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's, that's cool when that can happen. But I, I just think of, you know, let's, let's take Wilco. Ching. Um, that's there you go. Uh, it's a, the thing we yeah. really is a drinking game. At it least really is a drinking game. <laughs> But you take a song like at least that's what she, uh, at least that's what you said, yeah. and that's such a powerful song. I love it. I don't think that it would, that um, you know it would go over well. No, no. Not and and that and my thing when I I mean I'm thir- almost thirty three years old. Um, Ooh, you know, getting up there. Chamber. See exactly. Um, but the, the older I get, wallet? <laughs> whatever old men have. I don't know. Where's where's my money <laughs> clip? There you go. Um, but I, I have a money clip. I, I keep my money in my shoe like the kids do. <laughs> Would oh this be guys. considered a money clip? Kind of. Yeah. yeah it's like it's a, a combination. Thing. Yeah. Because I'm bridging the gap between old man and young man, I guess. Nice. <laughs> nice. But where, where I was going with that was <laughs> before you two is I know why I listen to music. I know why I love music. I know what I love about it. And it's great when you find somebody like, I think you and I, Chris, we share uh, a lot of the same type of appreciation. Yeah. Same with Robert. Um, although, Robert, I think you're more open-minded. You're yeah. probably the most open-minded of the three of us. For sure. But 
you I also know that you can't one of the biggest things if somebody ever tries to come to me and say you gotta listen to this band they're the best <laughs> it makes me just want to punch them yeah. because you gotta listen to the band it's the best what is it no. insane <laughs> no it's usually like Band of Horses or something. I don't band of know. Horses is good. They're okay. <laughs> Jesus, I never said they were the best. <laughs> I want to stop this here. But no, no, you know, I just know that other people aren't going to get it the way I get it, and I can't force them to, to yeah. get it. That's true, and you know, I love this song too. This is so I, I, it's speaking of my playlist, I ordered these in in such a way like we have. My mother was a Chinese therapist, which is like crazy and silly, and just like, and then it goes great. Cathedral Hill, which yeah. is amazingly personal, into Red Right Ankle, which is amazingly personal, and then kind of uplifted by we both go down together and then into that sort of suit. Is it weird that whenever I hear their songs, I always think that they're a steampunk band? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they definitely had that image up through picaresque at least. Did they really? That was, that was kind of their I thing. I see like just... a vest and gloves with no fingers and goggles. Well, even the December and names named itself yeah. know, as a reference to, you know, the, the Russian Revolution. Sure. Sure. So you know they 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 tr- I think that was their thing for a bit, and they totally embraced it, and their fans did too. But um, one thing I can say about December's fans, at least, is like they're pretty good as far as like these these types of bands go. Like they're they're pretty respectable, and they're you know they are there for the music and not just for the image. But by and large, right. uh, when I went to their shows, there was a lot of middle aged folk and a lot of like younger kids. It was a good mix of people, all yeah. kind of nobody being that crazy and everybody kind of no just, one there with like a top hat and yeah, no, yeah. Not, nothing really that insane candlewear mustaches very few very few very few more so than probably at a death cap show <laughs> I would probably I, I, at this point I want to say less than a death cap show because death uh, death cap for cutie is probably more uh hipster cool than the Decemberists are. I would say that's probably yeah, true. Yeah. The, the Decemberists are like, you either like them or you don't know them. Deathcap's kind of getting more... <laughs> I like that description. <laughs> Deathcap is kind of more of a... Because it, it feels like most people that listen to this are going to get something out of it or they just never heard it. I would, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I would be hard-pressed to have an argument with someone who just straight up Knew the December's category and hated it. Yeah, I would, I would, I don't know how I would argue against that. You know, it's, it's like, it's, well, why do you hate it? Because I mean, because it's so varied and it's so kind of just ingrained and just. Now, granted, this is someone might come, go to the category, might like one to two albums. They may not appreciate everything. Yeah, I, I would say you know, kind of similar to Lost. You know, I think there's there are people out there who like a, a song or two by the December's for different reasons than I like those yeah. songs. Sure. You know, and then therefore you know they'll they'll either say or not say that they like the December's overall. But either way, it'll be for different reasons, so yeah. I can't really count myself with them. Right. Um, and so, like, you know, you see, like, and I, I keep bringing up Mariner's Revenge. I don't know if you guys have heard that song specifically. But it's 12 minutes. <laughs> I say, put it on. Do we have 12 minutes? Well, we might not. But it's it's 12 minutes, and it's a great song, and it's a story song uh, about... But it sounds like a Scooby-Doo title. Well, it's kind of Scooby-Doo-ish. <laughs> uh, the Mariner's Revenge song. And they, they usually close out their concerts with Or this. like an ironic she, sea shanty or something. It is an ironic sea shanty. <laughs> Not really, but it's sea shanty. It's, it's a sea shanty. <laughs> it instantly when starts with an accordion. accordion. Yeah, well, an accordion was... It's funny because on their first album, the accordion is so heavy. It's, he met Jenny Connolly, who plays the accordion. He's out in Portland just playing solo shows, doing his Tarpio stuff, because the band broke up. And he's like, I'm here now, and I'm trying to make money. And Jenny Connolly's there, and... She's like, you know, I play accordion. He's like, that's it. We have an album. You're playing accordion. <laughs> and then eventually, by the second album, he's like, 
you don't have to play accordion all the time, do you? She's like, well, I also play Hammond organ and piano. And he's like, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's keep this going. But uh, this is just, you know. It's like when you find a restaurant that you really like, you're like, I'm going to eat it all the time. And then like a couple months later, you're like, maybe. It's exactly. Maybe, maybe I can get tacos somewhere else. <laughs> well, it's funny because I just recently met someone who played the accordion and I found myself being the exact same way. I was like, ah, oh, you need to play accordion on all these songs that I'm writing. And I'm like, wait a minute, do I want to do that? Yeah, I kind of do. I kind of do, but then when I hear like 17 songs all featuring an accordion solo, you're like, that's my first album. I'm going to yeah. move on from there. <laughs> and or so it's like, a Weird Al album. <laughs> or it's a, uh, I would love to see Weird Al live. I would too, totally. Oh I would geek out about that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Sorry, I just no, hey. killed it with a Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I have a friend who likes Weird Al. Every, I, I want to say <laughs> every guy in their life, usually in their... To mid-teens, 13, 14, 15, 16, they probably like Weird Al. I, I, really, I never really? caught that train. No, and it's kind of like, what's that other band that's Tenacious D, you know? Never really got into them either. I, I only know Tenacious D because we played Wonder Boy and Tribute on our radio station when I was in college. In Ohio. In Ohio. Sorry if I'm offending anybody by lumping them together, by the way. Tenacious D and Seems Weird Al? Seems like I am. It, well, I mean, maybe. I no, I mean, it's, it's, it's totally different, but yeah. I get why you lumped it. Okay. That's okay. You're, it's acceptable. Thank you. I, I, you know, I don't mean to insult Weird Al fans. Everyone. I, I was going to say Weird Al fans. I'm like, well, I could insult them. You know? It's a good thing Robert's not here. I'm Rodolfo. Close call. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Marriage Revenge, it's, it's a great song, it's a story song, and it's a really good story, you know, and it's fun to see live, because they act it out, and it's really great, but I feel like there's a swath of people out there that are seeing, that, that like that, mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. <laughs> and only that, and, and would listen to the engine driver and be like, well, this isn't a fun story, sea shanty, and, and not, mm-hmm. you know, so. The engine driver's so freaking good. It's really great. Did you get a chance to check out the uh, solo? I have not. Oh, no. It's very good, it's very the co- The chorus just is... It, the melody of the chorus with the words is just melody with the I, words and the chorus it's, and the it's, notes it, it, it's, and the guitar it's, <laughs> and uh, the, the 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 noise yeah and the the, the strumming all those things speaking no, of which that's a to, to just briefly interrupt if if anybody's curious as to Colin's role in it he plays rhythm guitar right okay he does in every song. On every okay. album, pretty much. <laughs> That's right. Even if you can't really hear it, he's like there. he's written it much like the you'll write every song on your rhythm guitar yeah. and then tr- transpose that into an actual song. So to see him in concert, you know they have a lot of them, but he's still like there in the background playing rhythm guitar with it. You know, he's, yeah. there's never just a song in which he like takes a break and just like sings really, um, which is which is something I wanted to point out real quick. I That's like how you put your hands on your hips at that point because I just saw him with an acoustic guitar hanging. And just with his hands on his hips, this is he's like he's wagging saying. his finger. He's like, oh, no, no, no. He, and it's funny to watch him play to a concert because he gets like way into it okay. with his guitar, and he does like amazing guitar battles with Chris Funk, who can actually play guitar. And this <laughs> is kind of one of the staples of their show. Some, it used to be at least, in which at one point they'll get into a guitar battle, and it'll be purposely the lamest guitar battle ever. <laughs> in which they'll some of it'll just be like missing notes and. But like, kind of getting a melody going, like, and, then, <laughs> and then throw it to the other person, and it was, and it's fun. All their concerts are pretty fun. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, this is working. No, John was telling a story. I was. You were. I don't remember. I know. Seriously, I was. It's okay. 
My beer bottle label. Robert stuck his beer bottle label on my arm. Uh, so overall, maybe that means he claims you. December. <laughs> um, Christopher, because yeah. you brought them up, and I appreciate you for bringing them up because it's something I think I'm going to listen to a lot more. I, I, yeah, I mainly too. listen to the, the list you gave me and a couple of their the top. Yeah, 10 feel songs. free to go through. Uh, uh, there's, I actually have another playlist. I don't think I have public. Uh, that's much more like John's Death Cab playlist. I think it's like 65 songs or something. Yeah. Essential. No, we're going to do the 20 songs. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, going to put yeah. that one out there. Top 20, my top 20 December songs playlist is what it should actually be called. Not going to retitle it now, though. That would be the It's essential. It's essential. It's good. It's, it's good. Uh, how many, what, whatever rating system you feel comfortable using this week, what are we giving it? See, it's stuff like this that makes me like, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it almost it's, sounds like a, uh, maybe not Russian. It, um, but the Tane has, has elements of that too, which, it does. Yeah. which is fun. Which yeah. I enjoy, yeah, a lot. And that, Again, this is, this is kind of like a fun thing. And this is a song, uh, it's it, they almost the last song in the album. They have like a two-minute kind of country song after this. Yeah. But it's, this is meant to kind of close things out in a fun way. And, you know, that's the purpose of this. And it's on an album full of fun songs. It's, it's got the sporting life on there, which is about a failed soccer star. And his uh, family, he misses like the kick in the big game, and his family and his girlfriend, everybody leaves him. <laughs> uh, FYI, World Cup going on. Oh, uh, yes, yes, indeed. Mexico yeah. played today, didn't they? No, they did not. They play tomorrow? No. They played today they... in the past? They play yesterday? No. Did they play Today's two weeks games ago? games were Brazil versus Chile. I thought it was yesterday. And Brazil beat Chile on PKs. And then the afternoon game was Uruguay versus Colombia. And I have no idea how that turned out. Um, I don't think I'll know how it turned out because uh, during the recording of Mexico this, plays tomorrow. Yeah, I thought it was Monday. Um, during the recording of our podcast, I got a text from my wife saying we lost power at home. So, yeah, yeah, Columbia won. And we're recording this podcast two weeks prior to release. Oh, just in case you guys ever were wondering how we did this, <laughs> I don't think anybody cares. No, they're they're at home with their their calendars, and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Uruguay didn't play on a this lunar stage. calendar. <laughs> anyway, we're all, yeah, we're we're recording one ahead of time because I probably won't be here next one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to record either. Going in for surgery? No, eye surgery? No, no pants, surgery? Pants surgery? Pants? No. You're gonna have a pair of pants permanently sewn onto your body? <gasps> That's awesome! Like a tattoo, but with pants. <laughs> <laughs> Decemberist. <laughs> I, I give him eight pants. Eight pants? <laughs> yeah, I give him eight, eight and a half pant legs. Uh, I give him uh, at just least... Just four pairs of pants. Uh, <laughs> at least uh, four vests, Ooh. a pair of fingerless gloves, ah. and a top hat. I give them eight accordions. <laughs> eight accordions. Uh, what are we doing uh, time-wise? Oh, we're doing pretty good. We're about 40 minutes. We, we need a code word for that. Like, when to check the time. So we're not be like, how much time Ooh, do we have? I got it. Are we done? I got it. Hot talk. <laughs> uh, Chris is campaigning very hard to rename our podcast. Very Cock hard talk. and very long. Cock talk. And very satisfyingly, I might add. Cock talk. Uh, anything <laughs> else going on? Uh, recommendations, <laughs> reviews, listens? Oh, uh, yeah. Updates, because, anything of that sort? Um, well, yeah, what have I been listening? I've been listening to some Death Cab lately. 
I've listened to some Decemberists. Decemberists. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, go back and revisiting Kanye West albums, you know. Yeah. Some Death Cab songs. I do like this podcast because it forces me to listen to new, new music. music. Yeah. yeah. Rodrigo and Gabriella. They're good. They're still um, very good in case people were Some wondering. Bruce Springsteen, even. Wow. Yeah. I recently went back and uh, rediscovered Built to Spill. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I yeah. forgot about them. Yes. Okay. They're another one in my um, unlucky bands category. Why is that? Idaho. Oh, okay. Did yeah. I tell you okay. about no. this? No. Yeah. So, Dude, oh, yeah, you mentioned I Portugal the Man. Well, Portugal the Man is, is another one, but Built to Spill and Plexico are the other two. Galactico's really I good. Know, I know. So good. I know. Oh my god. I <laughs> forgot about Calexico too. They're very good. But yeah, um, I don't remember. Oh, so recently, uh, work has been so absurdly busy that w- I have two monitors at work, and what I'll just do on my laptop monitor is I'll just throw like a video that I've probably seen, I don't know how many times in the background, and just let it play for background noise. Uh-huh. And lately what it's been... Is old skateboarding videos that I used to watch in like high school and early college. <laughs> I don't know why. It just one day it just registered with me, and I was like, "Sure, let's put this on." And I used to find out all of my music from old skate videos, and Built to Spill came on in one of them, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I haven't listened to the Less Than Zero or any of this or Stab or all those other great songs." That he, so uh, I like uh, no. I, the name of the album is Keep It Like a Secret, which is phenomenal. That's the one with the little girl with the, the fairy wings on her back. Hmm. Neither one of you? I don't know the album work. I, I know songs of theirs. I don't know albums of theirs. Really okay. Well. But I, I, they're, they're one that I forget about until I hear them on a compilation CD or they come up on a playlist yeah. or something. and Or I read an article about something. You know, it, it reminds me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like them. Yeah. But then, I just forget. It, it, it's, you listen to them <laughs> and they're phenomenal. And then like within two or three weeks, you're like, eh. Just, I completely forgot about time with this membership plan too. Yeah, yeah. So, what about you? Bowerbirds. Bowerbirds. No, yes. We got nothing. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, Bra- their song "Brave World" is one of my favorite songs of all time. I do, I, Idaho was a good point in my life to discover new music that I could never listen to again. Bowerbirds <laughs> transcends that a bit. Yeah. Yeah, they were kind of at the end there. Who's the other guy? Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith. Who's this other guy? This is his name. I think it's Elliot Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Idaho, is he? No. But I discovered him while I was out there. Oh, oh. these bands are from Idaho. Except for Portugal the Man. Portugal the Man is from Idaho. Is actually, and I met them on the stage. They were playing at like the smallest venue. It was called the venue. And it was the smallest place of all time. It was about the size of this living room. And he was way high on all the drugs, and he had like picked on up all the drugs, on all of them, and he had like picked up a couple people. Like gives us introductions. Like I found these guys. I was going to play the show for you, and I found these guys the other day, and they're playing with us. And like these guys on stage were like totally stone sober, <laughs> and like trying to play these songs that they just learned like 24 hours ago. Nice. It was it was fun. And then after the show, we were like, hey, good, good set, man. He's like, what? <laughs> Good set. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then he left into the night. Uh, if we have any housekeeping to take up, do you just want to do it on the podcast? Or you want to wait until later for what? Housekeeping, housekeeping, scheduling, or anything like housekeeping. that. Housekeeping, housekeeping. Because I was gonna say uh, August twenty third, we're supposed to record. Are we? There's supposed to be a podcast. Is on there on what? August twenty third. 
Yeah? I won't be here. Where are you going to be? Bonnaroo? No, no, I'm going to be in Jimmy Buffett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so last year I went to my first Buffett concert, and I went mainly for the tailgating. Because uh-huh. I'm not the biggest Buffett fan. I knew like four of his songs. Um, yeah, yeah, I only knew like four of his songs, and I went for the tailgating because a friend of mine, Brad, is like the biggest fan in the world. And <laughs> he literally pulled the plug out. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so I had such a great time that I'm going back this year, and we're having everyone come with me. So you guys are going to have to get Mr. Hutch to fill in again. Yeah, August, that is fine. I am okay with that. I'm going to show your face. <laughs> August 23rd is right before I go see Arcade Fire with oh, Brian. That's right. Interesting. Who's opening for them again? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I, have, I, I can't you let can that go. I'm going to have to look that up now. Um, but yeah, that that's... I mean, I should be able... Yeah, we're good there. Me and Tom can just do it by ourselves. You can just do it by yourself. I could. I could do another December episode. <laughs> <laughs> and do it right. <laughs> I'll learn a song to play. I actually used to be able to play a lot of their songs. Because I, I, I taught myself guitar. I just like a lot of people who play acoustic guitar. And... Uh, Although I kind of just, I didn't do it the normal way in which you learn songs and play them. I kind of just wrote songs and played them. But That's what the I exception. Are you 26th or 27th? 26th. <laughs> the um, exception being December, so I learned a few of their songs when I was learning yeah. guitar. I did the same thing, though. When I learned guitar, uh, it's kind of like the Mitch Hedberg joke, but I taught myself how to play guitar, which was a bad idea because I didn't know how to play it. I was a shitty teacher, um, but which is true because I'm not great at guitar. But um, I did the same thing. I, I learned chords and wrote songs. Yeah. I did not learn songs and play them, and I, I was you know, self-taught. But same experience. Yeah, that's fun. Guitar Secret is fun. I would recommend it. I'd give it ten dinosaur juniors. Playing guitar. Playing guitar. Yeah. Uh, another question I have for you guys: We are roughly halfway through the year through 2014. Oh, okay. Uh, highlights, music <laughs> releases, songs, anything from the first half of 2014 specifically that stands out to both of you. Can you bring up the Wikipedia on the album's releases here? I certainly can. I first have to find out who is opening for Arcade Fire. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do it on my own. Uh, I actually, I go to this Wikipedia a lot to see albums. Dan Deacon or Kid Koala? Don't know. Uh, no, it looks like you're going to get Dan Deacon. Ooh, Dan Deacon. I'm stoked. <laughs> um... So far, if we want to talk about favorite albums of the year... Albums, songs, anything of that sort. Um, okay. I have been enjoying um, Old 97's new album. Yeah, yeah, it's actually... It's a good album. It's, it's good, it's raw. I haven't listened to that yet. Old 97's? Yeah. Um, I have the Wikipedia up. As well. I do too. Okay. And I actually dig a few tracks off of Michael Jackson Escape. I haven't listened yet, but it keeps popping up with like your recommended listening on Spotify. Yeah, is it good? It's pretty good. Uh, let's take a look. Oh, here. you know, freaking Jack White. Yeah. Lazaretto, yeah, yeah. That's a great track. I saw him as well. He, Hi, Juliet. Uh, Jack White put on an absolutely amazing cool. show as well. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he put yeah, on like it's 26 weird. songs set. Just, oh, wow. just murdered. Everyone like everyone lost their faces. It was great. And I, I think I brought it up before. Uh, Courtney Barnett. Um, I think I've mentioned her on one of the other podcasts. I've been, really been enjoying her album so, so far this year. Mm. You're I mean, Tony Braxton fan too, aren't you? Yeah. You really like her new album, I thought. Does she have a new album? Yeah, obviously. 
obviously. She was like, like baby face. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I was just about to say because I only like the Tony Braxton songs written by Babyface, <laughs> and then you tell me they put an album out together. Well, <laughs> how did you know that? I did. Bruce had a new oh. album this year. I hope we talked yeah, about that. Was, that was more That's not on my list. Morning Phase. That's Morning Phase. Yes. You guys know I loved it because I was I I like that. I love Sea Change. That was one of my my albums I listened to all the time when I was a senior in high school. Uh, I was that kind of kid. Yeah. I guess. Um. And and I really love Sea Change. Morning Phase. You know the second. I said Bruce Springsteen. I know. Okay. And we both went, yeah. And, we, and, then, yeah, I, and then we went to back. And then okay. I went into back. Yeah. I lost that transition. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway. Continue. Morning phase. Also really, really good and really in the same tradition as Sea Change. And, uh, I made an awesome playlist on the Spotify that combined two, the two albums in uh, narrative order. It's good. I, I, he shared that one with me. It's, it's, uh, it has a good flow. You guys listen to the phrase new album? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> They're still a thing? They did songs for ABC promos. Oh. What? The Fray. Yeah. Uh, St. Vincent had a new album this year. I have not listened to it. Really good. Anybody listen to the Drive-By Truckers new album? No. I bet that's good. Uh, Schoolboy Q had a new album this year. Yes. Okay, I am not a big fan of, like, the new pop country thing. On the way back on a road trip that I went with Margie from Bonnaroo, uh, we listened to Drunk on a Plane by Dirks Bentley. Dirks Bentley. (laughs) Dirks Bentley. His name's just it's like drunk on a plane. It is it, your typical pop country. I could not stop listening to it. Really? it is, it's such a horrible song. It's just appalling, but it's super catchy. Speaking of country, uh, I I finally got a chance to listen to Johnny Cash's uh, post. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah. It's I was surprised good. by it. It was. Um, yeah, I ended up listening to it a few times since the first time I listened to it. Oh, and I, I'd be remiss not to mention uh, Kaiser Chiefs Education, Education, okay. Education, and War. I was, uh, I was kind of as for as large and epic of an album that it is, and, and as kind of grandiose, um, it is still good. You, you guys might give me slack for this, but as far as songs, slack. I'm not going to give you slack. Slack. I will give you flack. <laughs> okay. The opposite of slack. Um. <laughs> I, I like uh, Coldplay's uh, Magic. song Magic. I do enjoy that. It's like a weird, it kind of reminds me of old Coldplay that I used to like. Okay. But with a updated sound. Um, and for some reason it just, it's a, it makes me sad. Uh, I don't care for it. <laughs> no, it, it's fine. I know it's not for everybody. I haven't listened to it out of uh, principle. Uh, <laughs> oh, Indie Cindy was yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The greens and Blues. The greens and Blues is really good. That's a good song. So <laughs> far, I, I, once again, you guys mentioned I'm the most open-minded here, so my picks are going to be a bit differently, uh, a bit different from your guys. Uh, the new Fantagram album, Voices. Okay. Really dug it. It's like an electro, dream, pop, synth kind of thing. Uh, the new Tune Yards album, Nicky Knack. I've tried. I've tried. Nope. Doesn't work for me. Can't do it. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I've been listening to. <laughs> that is we a, have a tap dancing segment. That we is do. a That is the sound <laughs> of Chris and my <laughs> daughters uh, playing dress up and wearing uh, Disney Girl high heels. Yeah. Yeah, it's Princess is on. Yeah. Oh, and you're wearing One of these sandals. days, I need to bring miles over. Yeah. Yeah. High heels. Okay. I think it's a good ending point. For this. <laughs> I I agree. Do you guys want to say goodbye? 
to the podcast. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Listen bye. to our daddy's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no.